Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. You've had a real long day. Nothing good is on the radio. So let's talk your troubles away. Just a couple of guys trying to analyze the things we do and see. Play a game or two, maybe an interview. Oh, what a place to be! It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way! What a good sign! What a good thing! It's a good day for a good time with good hang. <sighs> good morning, John. Good morning. Good good morning. <sighs> this is nice when we get to just relax. It's a little bit. It's a little bit too relaxed. I feel. Maybe it's a little too relaxed. You yeah. might be right. We're both prone on the floor right now. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I was like, wait, which way is prone again? Prone on your stomach. <laughs> well, we might as well be. We might as well be. I feel very, very chilled out right now. Yeah, man. Um, I also just woke up like 20 minutes, half an hour ago. Wow. So apologies if my voice is a little bit craggly. A little sexy. It's a little bit craggly. Um, I got to say, man, it's this is an advantage of living together. It's just like... Hey man, wanna record? Yeah, cool. Making yeah. coffee. Cool, cool, cool. Now we're here. <laughs> but it wasn't that easy though. Um we, we we come up with a lot of interruptions in this place just because of schedules, but there's also like freaking construction that's happening everywhere. And I feel um, like you're going a little crazy. Uh, a little bit. Um yeah. I mean, if last episode is any indication, um construction in this building can get loud. Yeah, but we're go- we're going for it because usually from what I've noticed, if they're not starting by nine thirty they're not doing it today. Or they're doing quieter stuff. Mm, like just painting. Like painting. Just paint some stuff, guys. <laughs> Don't need to drill all the time. Yeah. Um, <sighs> but John. Yes. You had a Hi. you had an interesting um, last night. I did. Yes. Would you like to talk about it? I had an interesting last night? Yeah. You had an interesting night last night. I didn't I know did. how to phrase that properly. I feel like we've been talking about that a lot. It was the opening. It was our first preview for Caught. Are we yeah. going to jump right into... What you been up to? Are we doing it? Is that our cold open? Uh, not really. I just want to talk about the show. It's a very chill cold open. Yeah, I just want to talk about the show because like it's it's been a it's been a good long while since you've done a show like this, right? Yeah, yeah, it's been yeah. a while. But it's like it's kind of weird. It's been a while. <laughs> nah, it's been a while. Um, yeah, but it's chill because it's like I'm not on stage, uh-huh. which you'll see in a couple of days whenever whenever you come to watch. Yeah, it's like I'm more just a hosting role, which is I'm very used to. I'm very comfortable. I'm just right. helping people facilitate and have a good time. It's not your standard uh, theater show. It's not your standard uh, art gallery. It's all pretty amalgamated, and it's really nice. Right. I I, I honestly miss theater, like in any form. I, mm. I miss theater. Watching, doing, bothing. Doing, doing. Right. Yeah. Um, cause I've seen plenty, but I miss, um, I miss doing that stuff, you know? Cause like yeah. the last acting thing I did was the movie probably. Sure. And like Pong. that, and that was very, 
it was very different. It's not as dynamic. It's nowhere near as exciting. Yeah. It's there's, there's more waiting around. So it's, it's a completely different animal, man. Because yeah, yeah, you wait around for a long time, and then when you like, I never. It's it's weird. Like I, it's almost like I don't feel like I'm acting when it's I'm le- yeah. acting on camera. It's less about acting. It's more the the getting the, it right. The bigger skill that you need is maintaining focus over a long period of time. <laughs> this is true. Whereas, like, theater is just, like, be focused in this very laser short, like, pew, pew, pew. You know, just, like, this, th- these these two hours or yeah. this half an hour, whatever it is. Whereas I feel like with film acting, TV acting, whatever it is, it's more about, like, can you stay sane and lucid for 12 hours on end and <laughs> give, like, short spurts of focus? Yep. But Whereas, the in between moments, you can't slack off too much, yeah. or else, yeah, it, it's it's a whole different skill set. But I really do miss theater. Like I really miss just being on a stage, performing something like that in front of people. Yeah, it's the joy of being in the moment, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Well, that's why we're, Nathan. We're gonna try to do some more improv in in it for sure. In it for sure. Like I think I don't know if we talked about this in the show, but like mm. a few months ago. Um, I tried my hand at improv yeah. with, with friend of the show Andrew Marco. It went weird. It went. It went. It went. It went pretty well. I thought actually. No, I'm, I was cheesing, but yeah, I think it went pretty well. I thought it went surprisingly um, well, considering the fact that we had never done it before and yeah. we didn't really rehearse. Yeah. Um, like it was. It was extremely exciting, but also like because it was the first time, like I was performing improv in that sense, right? It's for to performing improv that was so freeform because yeah. I had done improv before but like it was more like um, a very structured improv in the sense that like there were rules there were very clear rules like for example like oh let's sing a song about what makes you sad and then give me things that make you sad then like it's it's a very structured playground that you're playing in Yeah. whereas the last time I did this improv thing it was completely blank slate right mm-hmm. and Man, I don't know how you guys do it so much. It was fucking terrifying. <laughs> it was like walking on a tightrope and like at any second you 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 can just slip and fall and the audience will not catch you. Well, that's the thing. Well, I was kind of the okay, the piece that Nathan was talking about was part of a whole that I was like the assistant director of, so I can give some feedback and some insight. But like what I saw from you guys perform was like really good and then it just needs to like be tweaked like you need to look at the structure more and look at the format more but we can do that and we're gonna do that yeah that's the thing we we went in with no structure no actual rehearsals we didn't we barely talked about what we were gonna do with the audience yeah and it was extremely wild yeah it came out pretty nicely but again like it was just those very in-between moments like literally like every breath that you take you can feel the audience just like waiting on the next thing it's a different beast baby but you don't know what the next thing is gonna be that's the glory of improv my friend it was amazing but it was terrifying it really was terrifying like i had never been more scared on stage in my life oh that's that's exciting to hear you say that because like for me with improv like when you're with a good team that you really trust it's Mm -hmm. quite the opposite you're just excited to be together yeah you don't know what's gonna happen but in a good way Right. Because the potential is incredible. Like, you think about the potential to failure, I think, is what you're focusing on. The potential to be something stupid. But, like... I guess it was just because we had no pre-existing mm. context. Of, yeah. Like, I, I had never done, like... Or, like, we have very little reps together, I of guess. Course. So, like, 
there is nothing to base it on. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, we've done this millions of times before. Today will be fine. No, like there was none of that. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't bad though. It's it was far from bad. Like people were like super into it. Also, Andrew was really drunk. <laughs> you mean and you mean Marco was breathing? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to drunk shame anyone. No, no. He was just like he, he was he was drinking quite a lot before the performance, and I was getting increasingly worried. Oh dear. <laughs> that like I was gonna have to like carry, but no, that guy's a tank. He can function. He is. Yeah. He's just like this giant sweaty ball of talent. <laughs> so I think of Andrew Marco. And like I feel like I lose more roles to him and I'm okay with that. Yeah. Like I'll audition for a commercial, not get it, see the commercial. I'm like, it's Marco. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, we'll yeah. get him on sometime soon because I think the last time we had him on, you weren't here for yeah, that. Yeah, like I was flying off. The one okay, if you guys want to look back in the archives Whoa, of Good Hang. Way back there. The one episode that there's no John. Mm-hmm. the one episode was just me and Marco because like he was only free a, a, during a certain time and was promoting a show um, that he happened to win Best Actor for Oh, in retrospect. Um, that was uh, Mama Says, Mama Snake. What, what was that one? No, 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 no. Um, Falling. Oh, oh pff, duh. <laughs> yeah. But um, the one time that it, the, I, I, I soloed this show was with um, Marco as a guest. So you can look that up. But very soon, we'll probably get him on and, and, and double team him. Yeah, because he's in Have town. Have a good old threesome. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's in town for year in town. Yep. Lots of shows to promote. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's pretty mm-hmm. exciting. Uh, yeah. But hey, everyone. Welcome to Good Hang episode Hello. 104. Welcome, welcome, welcome. 104. Could you ask for more? You could not. That's a bingo thing, isn't it? 104? I don't know. Bingo doesn't go up to 104. But that whole thing of coming up with a rhyme for each one, I find very fascinating. Oh, right, right, right. I've never actually played bingo. It sounds so much more exciting than it looks. 22, two little ducks. (laughs) That's all I really know. We do, like, that part of the show that you did, the improv show with Marco, we had extreme bingo. Yeah. Which was pretty fun, actually. It's like bingo, but to get to to get your bingo number, you have to do like some crazy shit. Right. Like eat an Oreo after we put it on your forehead without your hands. You have to like maneuver the Oreo. Like the closest I've ever Extreme. got to like playing bingo is Yahtzee. Yahtzee. It's I've never played Yahtzee. Kind of similar, you know, checking off numbers. Yahtzee's a fun game, man. Is it? Yeah. Like it's a good. It's a. <laughs> It's 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 this it's the solitaire of dice games. You the play it by yourself. Of di- you play it by yourself. Well, you it's you can you can play it by yourself. It's definitely more fun to play with other people. But you it's it's very possible to play it by yourself. It's interesting. You just roll dice and you count numbers. Oh pretty man, much. that's so sad. Now I'm thinking of people who are like playing board games by themselves. They're like playing Pandemic, and they're like, "That's it, I, I beat it." <laughs> like they're playing Monopoly, and it's like, "Ha I bankrupted myself." Can you play Pandemic by yourself? Technically, I guess you could. Yeah, you just have to like play multiple roles. I mean, like, and be really sad. I'm not sh- not to sad shame anyone. Why Why aren't there more solo board games? I feel like it's it's like they're solo video games, single True. player campaigns. True, because like, okay, so people are thinking, well, duh. Well, that's because most board games you play against other people. But right. there are some games that, you, that are co-op games. Right. Like, you could play Time Stories by yourself and be really sad, mm. but not... Because the point of board games is the shared experience. I guess. Not just the game. We haven't done that in a while. Let's do that soon. We haven't done a, I, we haven't done a board games thing in a very good long while. Because I, I, I kind of tried, tried to quietly optimize this house for board games, and I think I succeeded. <laughs> I think our table's a little rectangular and small, but I think we're okay. 
So we gotta do some board games soon, motherfucker. I don't think I've touched a board game. Like there was a period of time where like we were playing board games quite often, and I don't think I have touched a board game in like a full year plus. Ugh, like I'm, I don't think I've even walked into Paradigm Infinitum in the last year. Oh, that's sad too. Yeah, like are there Paradigm Infinitum? Shout out! It's shout the out. board game shop in uh, Midpoint. Midpoint Orchard. Yeah, I always forget what that thing is called. The building next to Quartz. It's the one with the uh, the Japan the giant the the Indonesian thing that you like. Yeah, the Bakmi place in the basement. And the Vietnamese place that we discovered that was delicious, with yeah. uh, which is being uh, owned and staffed by a full uh, deaf staff. And they're delicious. They're called... Oh, crap. The I'm deaf staff is delicious. Deaf staff. <laughs> um, Just licking their fingers. But yeah, Paradigm Infinism. Uh, I... I I feel like lots has, has probably happened in the board game scene and I really want to get on it again. Like, I miss the kind of chill social excitement of a board game. Okay, we'll do it soon. Yeah. Because the thing is, a lot of people I play board games with, uh, USI Nathan, are like g- having babies and now yeah. they have to like have babies. And they I'm have like, responsibilities. Uh. <laughs> but uh. I brought time stories to the apartment, so let's, let's, do, let's it. do that soon. Uh, Sign, A Taste of Vietnam is the name of the restaurant. Yeah. Which has 4.9 stars stars on google with 129 ratings that's amazing dude check okay it's very good let's let's okay um we haven't done this in a while but yes uh, since you started on the topic let's talk about food for a bit i like food <laughs> um this place signs um uh it's a the, the fur restaurant highly recommend it only because like first of all because like it's a great little corner yeah and, and like it's a it's dope cozy. place the owner is really nice and sweet but also five dollar pho in orchard road that doesn't taste like shit. It's yeah. it's not it doesn't it's not like shitty hawker pho. Yeah, you you had five dollar chicken pho, right? Yes. And then the beef pho I think is six bucks and I got like the beef that's like three different kinds of beef and that was eight dollars. Yeah. That was crazy value. Yeah. You can eat for under ten bucks over there and have like a legit, like good good, good, good Vietnamese meal. Yeah. Like it's not even like a weird imitation of it. Yeah. So, so check that place out. But, like, there was another food place recently that blew my mind. Um, you talking about Starter Lab? Is it Starter Lab? Yes. I want... Yeah. So, know? like, Starter Lab... Okay, honestly, like, the 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 actual food at the place, it's okay. You With know, the, it's it's just, like... It's, like, they put brunch stuff food, on bread. Right? Brunch food. Ish. They put simple stuff on bread. From an avo on toast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, the main thing about it is they make really, really good sourdough. Ooh. They make really, really good sourdough. So it's it's more worth it to just like go there and buy it back and then be creative on your own on yeah. like, what you do with that sourdough. Man, sourdough is so good. It's like tough to make though, right? I wonder if you talked to them about it because like you need a specific like climate to make it properly. They were busy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that makes sense. But that's why the best sourdough supposedly is in San Francisco because you get that bay seawater. Yeah? Yeah, and then I'm not sure because Starter Lab originated in Bali. I wonder if there's a similar climate thing. True that. Right? Yeah, yeah, like next to the sea. But I've, so is Singapore. I don't understand that. I have, I have no mm-hmm. idea, but it tasted legit. You've mm-hmm. had some of the bread. I had, it's it was amazing. Good. Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, the stuff on the menu itself, right? Like I always, I, I get very conflicted with brunch menus because a lot of the times it's very overpriced yes. things that you could do by yourself. Yeah. So, like, this is what I did. I went to the place. I bought, like, a whole thing of, like, rosemary sourdough. Yeah. As brought I was, your own butter. Did you do that? And, like, no, just no, bring, no. bring greens them, just, like, totally flex on them? Like, as I was walking out, uh-huh. I saw someone eating something that looked interesting. It was, like, avocado toast. Right. But they put, like, 
you know those like Malay um, or like Indonesian fried shallots? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that? Bawang, bawang goreng. goreng. Yeah, yes. they put the bawang goreng on top of the avocado mm-hmm. and then they dotted it with sriracha. Okay. And I was like, I can I mean, fucking do yeah. that. Yeah. Like, like literally the cock sauce? Yeah, like I can fucking do that. Probably do so like better. as I left with their with their sourdough, I went back home. Did the exact same thing. I'd literally I have bawal gowering I have some of that in my cupboard. I have some of it in my cupboard. Oh, too. there you go. Yeah. Like I, I I just I stopped by the supermarket, got some avocados, got some bawang goreng. <laughs> and your girlfriend was um uh had, had, had just woken up along with our housemates and I was mm-hmm. like, Hey, do you guys want breakfast? Because <laughs> I was just excited to make it. So I did that for like a third the price. Did you did you poach an egg? I did not poach an egg, unfortunately. Okay. I actually don't know how to poach an egg perfectly. Like not like I can't do it without like fail. Uh, what, do you, what do you call it? I don't have a foolproof method of doing it. I think the main thing do you strain the egg? No. I think that's the main thing. Yeah. It's cause like in the egg white also welcome to egg talk with Nathan and John. Egg talk. Uh, uh, break brunch and brunch bros. Break um, the walls. <laughs> you have to strain the egg because like first of all you have to have very fresh eggs. Yeah, I, I thought that was right? the main thing, that you need fresh eggs. Like the the day you want to poach them is the day you need to buy them. That would them. be ideal, but it's like man, still a couple days is fine. But because you, uh-huh. you have the yolk, of course, then you have the white and then around the white you have something else. The shell? Which the, the, oh, the, the membrane. True. <laughs> no, but there's like a thinner part that needs to drain off. That's the one that makes the wispies, and that's the one that makes it not good. Oh, really? But yeah, yeah, yeah. So and you then, drain the egg, and then like the white stays mm-hmm, there? Mm-hmm. The white still stays there if you have a fine mesh sieve. Okay, okay. And then like when you do it, it's like you, you do the vortex method just to keep it together. Right. Yeah, there's or you can use a sous vide. That's what I want to try. I still have yet to try to put the egg in a bag. Put the and then put it in a water bath at sixty three degrees. That sounds so good. exhausting. Like I've definitely poached an egg like a, a handful of times, but I failed more than I have succeeded. Right. Yeah. It's and, tough. And like apparently, like the vinegar method, don't do that shit. It, yeah. yeah. Make sure it tastes okay. But it makes your maybe eggs you put too many. Tastes too weird. Much. Maybe it's like the ratio of water to vinegar was off. Maybe, maybe you poached it in vinegar. It, it, it's just that like just I seem to be able I seem to be able to get a good poached egg just without vinegar so mm. like, why put it in there you know yeah like you know what I'm starting to get good at is making French omelets that's the challenge oh like the the ones that, that like mm-hmm. so um, no browning fold it. folded properly yeah, like huh. like firm on the outside but like totally running into the middle it's very good with some chives on top yeah. of that bitch because when you do it right it just tastes so rich and delicious which omelet is the one where you fluff the egg whites like a motherfucker? That's like a diner style American omelet. I don't think so. It's it's some European country where like you ah no, I don't think so. Are you sure? Yeah, pretty like, sure. Because like I think it's an IHOP or Denny's that they literally use a blender. Like oh. They just want to get so much air in that thing. Okay, okay. Where it's maybe nuts. that makes sense. It's like here's your three egg omelet that is the size of a giant plate. Right. Yeah, I was thinking of something else. I was thinking of a cloud egg. Maybe yeah. that sounds nice. That sounds like a Chinese thing. A cloud egg? No, it's it's a it's a stupid Instagram food thing, <laughs> where you basically separate the yolk from the, from the white. Right. You fluff the white. Right. Somewhere between regular um, whisk and full meringue. Right. Like you know where you're getting it's like soft like, peaks. Soft peaks. Yeah, exactly. And then you bake that mm-hmm. with the egg yolk on top of it. It's gross. I mean, it doesn't sound bad. It just seems tedious. It's tedious, but it also looks gross. Like, like it looks nice if lit properly, I guess. Uh. But for the most part, it just looks like a weird meringue with pee on it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Nice. 
not a good time. But that's the thing, right? That, I mean, I feel like that's the thing about brunch places is that they're supposed to be Instagram friendly. I suppose. Like, that's what you're paying for. You're paying for two things, Nathan. Ambiance. You're paying You're paying for the ambiance, right? And like the plating. You're also paying for the fact that your avocados are like perfect. That is true. You it's don't have so, to wait. You don't have to you wait. Don't have you don't have to fucking you're like, wait. You're like, you're like, fuck, it's like, oh, it's too hard. And then you wait two days later. It's like, oh my God, my fucking avocado is disintegrated. Yeah. I hate avocados the, in that sense. They're delicious. The but perfect, it's just like, yeah. Finding that perfect avocado window. Yeah. They're so fussy, man. They're like the cats of the fruit. Fruit? They're a fruit, right? They are a fruit. Crazy. They are a fruit because when you have to weigh them at fair price, you got to press the fruit. The fruit button. Not That's the so vegetable true. button. Oh, speaking of that. Mm. Two things about fair price. First of all, um, I think maybe that's a good place to get avocados um, because they always just have them like perfect good to, to go. eat on the day, uh, especially the fair price nearby where we stay, where we shall not reveal. Yes. Because I don't think a lot of people get avocados in that area. Huh. So they're always just like perfectly ripe. So you can, I, like, I got them the other day and they were perfect on the day itself. Well, that's good. That's a blessing. Exactly. Because if you get them at cold storage, I feel like those, like those fancy supermarkets, people always get avocados. Oh, that's a good point. So they're always fresh and they're always like hard as a rock. Oh, um, interesting. But yeah, um, something about that fair price. Um, when I went the other day, mm. I was looking at avocados because I'm a basic bitch. Um, and this old lady, uh, she just walked up to me and was in, in Chinese. She said, like, how do you eat this? I see a lot of people eating nowadays. Oh, my God. Yeah. She was like, oh, this is she, she basically said, like, uh, um, I've been seeing this thing around a lot i've been seeing this very trendy food around a lot how do you eat it that's adorable <laughs> it's fucking adorable and i spent the next like five minutes explaining to her like roughly how you need to eat it and like what to do with it and what and the health benefits and everything wow that's so nice of you You're like healthy fats yeah i was i was i was amazed by like my ability to communicate all that in chinese but i was yeah i was just telling her like oh you eat it raw you know you just cut it Take out the seed, mm. put some salt, some lemon juice, and you can eat it like that. Are you t- or- t- t- try to eat like a basic bitch. <laughs> I'd, be like, I'd be like, ni hao, listen up here, woman. Take some, <laughs> take a tomato, take some onion, some jalapeno, cilantro, that's important. Salt and pepper that bitch, cut it up, dice it up, smash some, guacam- uh, some avocado in that, and you got some guacamole. Yeah, but guacamole is a step too far for an old Chinese lady, I feel. That's true. <laughs> What is is there a Chinese food that would go well with guacamole? Yeah, like a bing, or is that what they're called? Like the egg, like a shopping. What's that again? Shopping. It's like um, it's it's like it's like a it's like a crepe, right? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. crepe with guacamole. That'd be good. Mm. Or like a, like a pork bun, like the fried one, the deep fried one. Put some guacamole in that bitch. Yeah. I had a weird image of like zhajiangmian with guacamole. That's weird. <laughs> that would be odd. It's like green noodles. I'd eat the shit out of it, but that sounds weird. Maybe like. Maybe like egg fuyong Ooh. with guacamole and a tortilla. Ooh. It's, it's like a Ooh. Chinese breakfast yeah. burrito. Like a See, now I'm fucking hungry. Huevos Rancheros. I am so hungry. I just haven't eaten anything. Uh-huh. And I and I suppressed my my craving to like order McDonald's last night. Uh-huh. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get? I had McDonald's last night. I had a Big Mac. Oh. And then I had Big Mac and shaker fries. Okay, this is going to sound really stupid, but are Big Macs like that good? Because I, I, I almost, love Big Macs. I almost never get Big Macs. I love Big Macs. You know what I wish they did, though? I wish they let you get more meat in them because the, there's too much bread. So I always remove the middle piece of bread. Isn't that what the double quarter pounder is for? No, but then you don't get the sauce and the shredded lettuce. Oh, the, the shredders, as Bon Appetit says. Bastards. 
dude, Big Mac is a brilliant invention. I don't think I, I, I the last time I had a Big Mac was probably like years ago because my usual order is if it's not a McSpicy because why would you get anything else? Mm-hmm. It's a filet o fish. Sure. Um, or if like, and this is my definition of a open inverted commas healthy order. <laughs> okay. Um, a double cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I can see your logic. It, Cause it's small, it's you small, know, it's, it's small. It's a little snack. It's petite. But, um, yeah, those are like my, my, my main three orders. When mm. I go to McDonald's, I never get the Big Mac because it always seems like too much for not that much enjoyment no it's i mean it's a double okay so a big mac is a double cheeseburger with shredders and better sauce and a bun once you once you remove the bun in between right okay sure but yeah i i I caved into that two nights ago so i didn't want to do it again fair enough fair enough yeah no but i caved in hard like i caved in really hard because i hadn't eaten almost the entire day because i was busy editing a video and like i was just stuck in my room like from morning till night and Later that night, I went to McDonald's because I was weak. Quadruple McSpicy, please. Well, <laughs> <laughs> almost. <laughs> okay, what you I get? got a McSpicy. I got the full meal upsized with the shaker fries, the Milo. Sorry if this is making any of you guys hungry. No, but also, like, I love that you're brand conscious. Um, like, I gotta get that Milo. I, I like. Why would you ever not get ice Milo at McDonald's? Because so you need good. the acidity of a soda to cut through it. Yeah, I guess that is very true. <laughs> I guess that's like that adds to the the kind of oh, I was feeling the after. Yes. <laughs> um, so I got that. Um, I got an a la carte um, four piece McWings. Cool. Because I was like, eh, why not, yeah, man? <laughs> why not? Yeah, man. Because a McSpicy is not enough. You need more, more um, chicken, that bitch. And then I tried the new strawberry Ooh. cream pie. Ooh, I'm a fan. I, I have am, one too. I am not. There's not enough filling, but it, I like the crust. It is terrible, dude. It's like good. the crust is weird and oily and pillowy. Like I like the pillowiness. But okay, like if you are going to introduce mm. like a pie, mm-hmm. it needs to be like at least as good as an apple pie. Or else then like why would you not just get the apple pie? At least it's, it's just different. It's different. But the crust was so gross. You know it what's was, good? What? And I don't think they have it here. Jollibee in the Philippines does a peach mango pie Ooh. that I think trumps the apple pie, if I'm being honest. No, really? Really. Peach and mango. Yes, sir. But there's something about the cinnamony, spicy apple. That is nice. That's, can I say, can, okay, let me ask you something. In Singapore, did they ever have a different crust to the apple pie, or has it always been the one that's been now? Ooh, it's always been... I know what you're talking about. The one in the US has like a weird okay. kind of like... Right, that's... Cakey. Okay, good, yes. That one's so much better. Nah. That is addicting. No. Nah. Yes, man, fuck that fried shit. Like nah. the, the baked apple pie in America is better. I prefer the fried one. Just Maybe cause it's because it, of what I grew up with. Yeah. I, I prefer the fried one only because it has the crispy crispy. Um, it has like that nice little flaky crunch. Mm. But I will... I will in, in defense of the baked apple pie... Um, it does go better with ice cream. Yeah. It goes much better with ice cream because it, it, it maintains its integrity, whereas the flaky crust dis- disintegrates upon contact with, with the ice cream. Well, my thing is that you just had a... Okay, I guess right now we're talking about the health benefits of McDonald's, but I'm like, you, had, <laughs> you just had a greasy meal. You don't want to end it with a greasy dessert. But the crust is so thin. It's, it's, <laughs> it doesn't take up that much. Um but I will say one of the most magical experiences I ever had in a McDonald's mm. was um, driving from, uh, well, taking a bus yeah. from Boston to Nashville. Whoa. Yeah, it took a while. 
from Boston to Nashville, somewhere in between. I don't know exactly where we were. Delaware. Um, but somewhere. somewhere closer to the south. Um, it was like super fucking late at night. Yeah. Went to a went to one of those like rest stop McDonald's. Uh-huh. <clears throat> got and just and, and asked them to, to make a one of my favorite things to get at McDonald's, an apple pie a la, a la mode. mode? Nice. Yeah. Got them to make an apple pie a la mode and in Singapore, you have to DIY that shit yourself. Yeah, you need a plain Sunday. Yeah, right. You, you got to DIY that. You, but you can't say that. You got to tell them like, can I get a McFlurry without the Oreo, or can I get oh. a, a Sunday without the chocolate sauce? I was just about to say. Okay, yeah, keep going. It works better in the McFlurry cup because you have Big. the space to. It's bigger, and you have the space to kind of mix it around. Well, you actually mix it because I'm just I'm straight up like bite of the apple pie, scoop of the ice cream. No, nah, man, mouth. you gotta mix that bitch up. So like, but then wouldn't the apple pie get too cold or? And the, or the, the ice, ice cream, cream will, get too hot? <laughs> no, no, the ice cream will melt a little bit. Yeah. So in, okay, I will, some context. What you do at McDonald's the next time you go to McDonald's is you get McDonald's plain, plain ice cream, either a sundae without the sauce or a McFlurry without the cookie, and you get an apple pie. You break your apple pie into two pieces, mm-hmm. shove it in that cup, and just mash it with a spoon. That sounds so Fucking good. mash it with a spoon. The ice cream will melt a little bit, mm-hmm. but that's kind of the beauty of it because it becomes like somewhere between milkshake and an ice cream where it's right. not completely liquefied but it's 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 still just it's just a little bit goopy you know, what i what you, should, what you should do okay so mine was a super lazy method of like bite and then scoop ice cream but what you can do is you can take the uh, apple pie take a spoon scoop the ice cream on top for a bite and then oh yeah that like, works like as frosting. well that works as well or if you get it delivered you can like wait for the apple pie to cool down a bit Ooh, i think that would be best yeah wait for the apple pie to like cool a little down, bit like a, touch. a little bit yeah, you know what I want to do is one time I want to. Here's what I want to do, Nathan. I want to take an apple pie from McDonald's, cut it in half lengthwise, open it up, ice cream inside, close it back up. That's eat impossible. That bitch. Come on, man. That's not impossible. It would just leak out unless you froze it first. Okay, here's what we have to do, Nathan. And this is a promise I'm making on air. Okay. We have to make a Patreon only video <laughs> with our apple pie, McDonald's apple pie adventures. McDonald's apple pie hacks. Got in, in, folks. I know we've been really lax on that, but if you'd like to support this podcast and keep the lights on and keep the recordings coming and somehow stop the drilling, uh, <laughs> support our Patreon. And then yeah, you will yeah, see yeah. this video. I'm promising it. Nathan, we have to do it. We have to sure. do it within a week. Sure. It's coming out. Folks, sure. we made a promise on air. If we don't deliver, our Patreon surprise could like, throw things at us. I'm excited. I, I haven't had an apple pie in a while. Yeah, I'm excited. Yeah. <laughs> Not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> but yeah, about the, 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 south, the southern McDonald's, dude, the apple pies over there are a different level. I think because... I, I don't know, but I would like to believe that McDonald's locally sources their ingredients. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I know that different McDonald's least, have different regional... At least regionally sourcing yeah. their ingredients. And like the apples down there, like it just had a different thing to it. The wow. apple pie was so good. It was the baked apple pie. It's the best. They, have, the they, they had both options. They had the baked and the fried. Get the baked. And the baked Get apple the baked. pie yes. in an ice cream. Jeez. With the apples, those southern apples, however, whatever it is. Yeah. Man. It's good times. I want McDonald's. How did we get here? We're at half an hour in. I don't know how we got yeah, here. Yeah, we don't even have segments. This is just <laughs> food talk because we're just hungry. I am so hungry. I'm not even that hungry because even though I still had McDonald's super late last night and I eat like shit, I'm still kind of intermittently fasting in that I don't eat till like 2 p.m. <laughs> so I'm good. I got my coffee. I'm good. I, I haven't eaten anything since dinner last night and it's 11 a what time is it now it's 12 oh, it's 12 right you, you are you are 
almost intermittently fasting. Yeah, I guess. But um, last extremely night, intermittently fasting. And also because I burned a lot of calories last night. Because here's the thing I did last night. Mm. I went to watch Jacob Collier live. Oh, that little genius boy. Fucking hell, man. That guy, he... he, he he can make me. He can make any musician just feel so small. What? <laughs> it, he sings original music, like stuff he writes. Yeah, so he's like a singer songwriter type guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I know him. Maybe listeners might know him from his YouTube videos, where he like. Yes, well, that was when he was a child. Right. Yeah. Um. I think he's he's twenty five now, so he's not like a child child Still anymore. Like but he started when he was like fifteen, sixteen, and like just tiny and played like every instrument. That's cool. Well, wait, um, I say I say YouTube videos, but really I meant one YouTube video. It's the one where he does like. Explaining a musical concept five levels. Right. Is that the one where he's explains it to kids? With Herbie Hancock. Yeah, and then the last the highest level of explanation is Herbie Hancock. Yeah. No, um yeah. I, I remember Smart when guy. like he, he has he, he used to post a lot of YouTube videos um of like his just studio things, just recording stuff at home. Mm-hmm. Um and I remember watching it back when I was in school, like maybe like nine years ago or something like that. And he's so, so ridiculously good. Like, like what's his style of music? Um, like, give me some context. I don't even. He, I can't even begin to imagine. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll let you hear some stuff later, and it'll can. blast your mind. But he does mostly like jazz-ish things, um, okay. contemporary-ish kind of thing. Okay. He's extremely, extremely good with like many, many multiple instruments. His whole thing is that he runs back and forth around the stage playing multiple instruments, like with a loop pedal. Um. Well, no. Well, sometimes, yes. But yet, yesterday, he was with a band. Oh. So he was just kind of like filling space with different instruments. Um, you, you guys can check out his Tiny Desk concert. I think that's a pretty good representation of what he's doing nowadays. I love NPR Tiny Desk. Okay, yeah. I'll check it out. But um, also check out his like YouTube videos that he put up when he was much younger. Um, but he's generally just this really talented wonder kid. Um, and um, he... he is re- I think now he's like releasing many, many volumes of original music mm-hmm. called The Jesse. Um, What's that? D-J-E-S-S-E. I have no idea. Um, oh, that was The Jesse. No. The um, Jesse. Yeah, okay. but he he did a concert last night at the Capitol Theater. Um, not a very big crowd. I mean, a sizable crowd for sure, but I think this kind of like music just doesn't have a big place in Singapore, unfortunately. Okay. Like... It it was nicely packed, like the first floor of the Capitol. They they took out all the seats, made a standing room. Um, Didn't but, even know that was a thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course it is. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. But then I went onto his Instagram and saw that he performed at the Sydney Opera House like last week or like mm. a week before and packed it. And it's like, man, we got very little people in Singapore. I wonder how it must feel for him but to go lucky, from that right? to that. But it, that's pretty lucky for the audience goers that they have like a more intimate experience. Definitely, definitely. I'm just wondering how it must feel for him to go from like a fully packed Sydney Opera House, like yeah. every fucking floor packed, to like Singapore where you're just filling the floor. Ugh. And then they don't even open the second floor. Like, okay, what's what's the general, like what's the average Jason, Jason what's his name? Jacob Collier. <laughs> Jacob Collier fan. Is it like all diverse? Is it kids? Is it's it pretty, no, no kids. Jazz heads? Jazz heads usually. Um, yesterday is was that just... Ter- is that a real term, by the way? Because I just made yeah. it up. Ja- oh. Jazz heads, jazz cats. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Fuck that. Jazz cats. That's all. <laughs> cool, baby. Yeah. You, um, you went with a fellow jazz cat? Yeah. I went with Joel, um, friend of the show Ultimate jazz cat. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, um, it was, yeah, it was a room full of, like, musicians, white people, um... I think that's about it. <laughs> that's about it. I was thinking of another demographic, but I don't think I saw one. It was it was musicians, white people, 
and like um, the VIPs, you know, right. like just a random like, oh, I sponsored this thing, so I'm here. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, sure. <laughs> those people. Um, but it was amazing. It's, 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 it was so inspiring. But like the, the the best part about it was that I think what separates him from a lot of like those jazzier musicians, like Miles Davis. Um, just, just like you know, like the the people that fill up the Esplanade all the time, like those, like the the random like Miguri Tamakoto or like Louis Armstrong, Jose Carlos, <laughs> like, you know those random <laughs> like jazz people that play at the Esplanade. Oh, like jazz people like that I've never heard of. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, yes. those kind of people. What yeah. separates him from those people is that even though he is so musically proficient. Mm. Even though his musicality is just off the charts, right, and he plays all kinds of complicated shit on every instrument, and like all kinds of like weird inversions and like uh, time signatures and like chord changes, like and, shit that non-jazz cats would couldn't even appreciate. Yeah, like stuff yeah. that people would would kind of call messy music. Like that's right, just noise. Yeah. Even though yes, he is very good and he does all of that, he is at a core an entertainer at heart mm. and he keeps the barrier for entry very low That's he still horrible. goes to those wild fucking places but because he he wants so much to entertain and to like crowd please I think that's something, unfortunately, that a lot of jazzers. I'm giving them all. I like kinds jazzers. Of <laughs> Fuck jazz cats. And back to, and now we're on jazzers. A lot of jazzers don't have like. It's it's okay. It's gonna be a bit weird to say, but like a lot of jazz people, like they kind of have a weird chip on their shoulder because it's not a very popular form of music, yeah. But requires a lot of intense practice, yeah. So like because of that, a lot of jazz players tend to have this mentality of like, I don't have to please the crowd. They need to come to me and appreciate what I'm doing. Yeah, and it's also maybe it's also like you, fellow jazzers, look what I can do. You're not as good at jazzing. Something as I like am. that. Yeah? It's definitely one that. of the more not pretentious, but like snobby forms of music i get that yeah okay name okay, one other not, what not name okay. one other music that's anywhere near the snobbery of jazz, classical like classical yeah but it's 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 not snobby in the same way classical music is snobby because it's 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 more of like a snarky competitiveness right i hear <laughs> jazz um yeah but um it's 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 still a beautiful form of music i love it <laughs> um, so see i would have gone too if i wasn't at the show that's too bad it sounds yeah. like it was a fun experience it was beautiful man i'll show you a few jacob collier videos later they're gonna blow your mind I he, he did this one thing called I harm you um, or I harmonize you not I harm you okay I was um, like that sounds fucked up <laughs> where like he gets fans to send in random videos of them singing a thing or making oh, a tune oh that sounds cool and then he just like acapellas around it but like in mind, actually, you know what? Let's let's. I'm gonna play some. I'm gonna play some for the for the for the, the fine listeners right now. It's still pretty fucked that he calls it "I harm you." <laughs> like that's in this post, you know, anything world <laughs> really. Post nine eleven world. Any post nine eleven. Yeah. But, but shout out by the way, 18th anniversary of. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Is it? I feel like I can say it not too soon. Um, you, you you came up with a crazy fact, Nathan, today. I didn't realize that someone who is 18 years old today was born the day 9-11 happened. That's fucking crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it's I'm really just, crazy. Like, it always blows my mind to think that there's, there's, like, people that were not alive when that happened. Yeah, I don't recall it happens. That it's a, to many people, it's a historic event. The yeah. same way how, like... Pearl Harbor. Yes. <laughs> That's crazy. Exactly. Okay, wait. So check right, you got it. Out you got it. Wait, all right. Here we go. So this is someone who's submitted. You can wake up in the morning and sing harmony. Oh, just sing a song with me. Till forever and you'll see. It's such a beautiful thing. Fuck you, bro. What the fuck? You can wake up in 
Can you turn the screen towards me? So there's six of them. There's six Jacobs doing that. Wow, that was incredible. Yeah, dude. So like, there's there's many many videos of it online. Just look up on YouTube. I harm you. Um, I think he has some, like some of the show notes. I think he has like four or five separate compilations of it. And like that one is one of the easier ones, I'll say, um, because. Um, the guy could sing. Because I could sing. The I guy could say, sing. The guy singing. I was like, well, that's cool. That guy could sing. What if I do it? I'm like, no, dude. Hi, it's me. Sing dude. with me. There is. There are like sing a few. A song, Jacob Kali. There are a few that is like, the, 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 the person singing it is, you know. Not a singer. Not a singer. But just kind it, of like a guy. Does this stuff make him sound good? Is that magically possible? Is um, that musically magically possible? With jazz, anything is possible. Because Fuck. You can have Boom. All. Nathan Hartone 2019. <laughs> but because like you can... There's so many weird like in between notes and like random because like, if you think about it right we all speak in notes yes like every sound that really? I'm making is right that now, true yeah every sound that I'm making is technically a note yeah technically like you know the same way how you can find some videos online of people like playing gu- guitar chords to speeches I've never seen that before that's a whole subgenre of Instagram bro where like somebody will be making a speech and then and, um, uh, somebody, someone else will take a guitar and then put the chords to every single word that they're saying like, somebody will be taking a speech something like that. Anyway. Like December 7th, 1941. This is one of them. My phone's on mute. Ugh, stupid pixel. Hey Jacob, hello from Svet. Let's make this cool song in duet with me. Oh my god. Sing, sing, swinging, let's make it groove. Now we are cool friends till the end of time. Okay. Go. Hey, 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 Jacob, hello from Space. Jazz is stupid. This is my god. So if you're not super sure what's happening there, and you'll see it again. So the guy sings his thing first, and then it repeats, but with Jacob Collier doing his thing. That's pretty cool. Pretty much. Yeah. He's fuck. amazing. He's, a, he's an amazing musical mind, and like it was beautiful to watch. Um, it was such a beautiful energy, energy in, that, in that space. And like you're such a big fan. That's so cute. I'm just, I'm just. It's okay. It's just that, uh, for some strange yeah, reason, gender, despite gender. my job, mm. um, I don't watch a lot of live music. Sure, I just don't. Like sure. I, I watch a lot of live music on screens, <laughs> but I just don't go out to watch music very much. Right. So whenever I do, it's it always tends to. Okay, I think the reason why I don't watch live music so much is because it consumes me so much. It really is a very all-encompassing experience. I feel exhausted after. Yeah, because your brain's working differently from everyone else. And like, probably. But, but, but also, I don't know how to explain it, but like watching a live concert is just such an intense experience mm. that like I don't like to do it that often. Right. <laughs> I don't know why. That's fair. Um, but yeah, I can't even think of the last concert I watched before this. Ed Sheeran. That's the last one I watched with you. Mm, this might be true, actually. Really? Fuck, that was a long time ago. Yeah, this that might be true. I think the last concert I watched was Ed Sheeran. Ugh, it's weird to watch Ed Sheeran with three people who are like musicians, but they're not big fans of Ed Sheeran. I'm like, because I'm a diehard fan of Ed Sheeran. I'm a huge Ed Sheeran okay, fan. Okay, okay. Yeah, because like, I was I went with you, Ben, and Inch, and I think if, of the three, you were probably the biggest fan. Yeah. Because I was like, oh my God, he's right there. And he's <laughs> oh, I'm rapping along I with him. I want to touch his hair. <laughs> I do want to touch his hair. 
I spoke to him before that show. Yeah, you gave a little interview. I remember that's yeah. so cool, man. He's a he's a chill chill cat. He's a chill little jazzer cat. <laughs> Sizer Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so cool, man. Okay, I uh, feel like we've lost the plot completely on this. Episode. I don't think we've. I'm, I've already leaned into it. I, I, I've, I've already established 15 minutes ago that we're not going to have. This is just free form, baby. But here's what I do want to talk about, Nathan. Because yes. In lieu of breakfast, mm-hmm. we've been drinking coffee. Yes. And for the first time in my life, I have to drink left-handed because my right fucking finger is busted up from rock climbing the other day. Oh, poor yo. It's true. <laughs> it hurts. I can't hold my coffee cup. Uh, okay, so um, for some context. Owie. I'm trying it. I'm trying it now. Owie. Owie. <laughs> Owie. So for some okay. context, um, my I've, been, I've been rock climbing, um, well... A lot more than I usually do, which is none at all. Right. Um, I still don't do it as often as I'd like. Like, it's How did you get into... Okay, so we're talking about, you know, wall climbing, going to the gym. Yeah. And doing some rock climbing. We're not going to the fucking like, Yosemite or some yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But anyway. So how I got yeah. into it was actually um, two years ago, mm-hmm. I went to Japan to shoot a music video. Um, was it two years ago? Or yeah, it would have been. Year? I don't, Japan I don't, music I don't video? Know. Yeah, yeah. Been um, a year and a half. Maybe. Whenever I shot the music video for Aizhao mm-hmm. um, I I met with this drummer. Um, he is the drummer of a Japanese band called Wagaki. Oh. Wagaki band, yes. Like their early work. <laughs> <laughs> um, dope band. They do this whole thing where like it's contemporary music, but with traditional instruments, and they rock fucking hard. Mm. Um, and they wear the, cost- the Japanese costumes and everything. Um, but I met the drummer for this Wagaki band because Wagaki. he is, um, I believe he grew up in China. Uh-huh. So he speaks a bit of Chinese. So we communicate with Chinese, okay. uh, weirdly enough. Um, and he's a really chill guy, um, but he's like super into fitness. Right. And he was like, hey, do you want to go to a bouldering gym? Oh. And I'm like, oh, okay. What these? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I went like literally right after like a photo shoot. Oh, okay. Met him. Went client went to a bouldering gym, some random bouldering gym in Japan, and then had 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 dinner after. Man, this is like your lost in translation moment. <laughs> oh my gosh, you and the drummer for Wagaki. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, but dude, um, it blew my mind. Just like because it was my first time doing bouldering. I mean, I had rock climbed as a child, I guess, just kind like of like on a the, wall. Yeah, like the random rock climbing walls where you just take whatever you want. Oh um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but this was my first time doing it in such a in such a long time, and I remember like seeing bouldering gyms in pictures yeah. and seeing a wall full of pieces and I'm like, eh, it's so easy. It's so easy. Just take the things on the wall and climb, right? But then I went there and, I, and he told me that, oh, so you have to follow the colors, you have to follow the shapes on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, like, if you start on this color, you have to go with the color all the way. If the sticker over here says this, then you got to put both hands on it. And I was like, oh, fuck, there's rules to this shit. <laughs> there's rules to this shit. And, it's, uh, and you were was, like, I don't like rules. I'm a jazzer. <laughs> but it was... So, so fun because like bouldering more than um, rock climbing. Or yeah, so I guess, really yeah. quick, like super quick. So just in case you're a little confused. So standard wall climbing is like you harness up, you get a rope and you climb up a wall, right? Or you climb up a fucking mountain, yeah. whatever. So bouldering is like a much, much, it's those much shorter walls that you see. Yeah, it's about as high as the room that you're in right now. Yeah, probably. like probably unless you're trapped, in which case uh, send us a message, we'll rescue you. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it's not too hard, like 10 feet. You yeah, know, you're not wearing years. a harness. There's pads on the floor. So you if just you jump fall, off if you fall, yeah, pretty yeah it's much. pretty easy. But it's different because it's more technical. Like the the yes. point of it, I guess, is to like technique. work on your technique yeah. or enjoy the challenge of like finding the path up. Yeah, I fucking yeah. love it because of that. It's like it's like a puzzle that you solve. And like 
anytime you go to any bouldering gym, chances are there's going to be a handful of them that you can just breeze past and do easily. It's just like a ladder. It's yeah. like a ladder. And then there's probably going to be some that are going to like mess you up halfway. But, and then like you're going to spend the whole day trying to figure out like how that, to... That's your level. That's yeah. Where you, that, that, that's where you do your body Sudoku. Exactly. Like trying to figure out... It's, it's, it's fucking body Sudoku. Exactly. <laughs> you're trying to solve the puzzle. You're trying to figure it out. And like there's there's just so many ways you can do it because like it just... It, it really... So of course there's things like there's advantages like height, strength, um, all those things. But at the end of the day, it's always technique mm-hmm. because you see children do that shit, and like it's just because they're more flexible or they can contort their bodies. In well, more also their feet ways. are tiny. Like my, I was trying to get my fucking hobbit feet on those fucking tiny toe holds, and I'm like, I can't do it. That is true. That is <laughs> yeah. a pretty big disadvantage yeah. for you. Yeah. Well. But um. But weirdly, more more than my body weight, I don't think the body weight was much of an issue. It was more just like literally. Yeah can't fit my foot in this thing I, I i follow tons of instagram account of like like fatter people that that climb and like they that is a weird fetish you have <laughs> <laughs> like, just like no it's because like it's because i'm trying to get andrew to climb with me as well you're gonna prove to him that and he's always fine. yeah and he's always telling me like i can't do it dude i can't do it like it's not physically possible and i'm like no it's just a mental barrier and i'm Look, sending I, him these. here's my specially curated instagram feed <laughs> fatties on walls <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um that was when i started in japan yeah and then after and i do like the next day i was hurting so much because i think the first time you climb and i was going in i was going hard yeah because i had this okay so the disadvantage of having like strength to begin with is that you're gonna want to do more than you can mm, because you okay. just have that stamina but chances are is if you don't have the technique you're just going to continue doing the same shit and just tire yourself out right so the next day i was in so much pain <laughs> I felt so much pain, but I was like, I, I love it when I feel that feeling mm. of like, everything hurts, something must be happening, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was going to say, the day after, I was sore in like random places. I'm like, oh, why is this sore? This seems weird. Yeah. This seems wrong. Exactly. Yeah, but it was cool. Um, but like, yeah, since then, I've just been climbing on and off, like, not as much as I'd like to, maybe once every few months. But recently, like the last month or two... Um, I guess because climbing is becoming a trendy thing. It's more, pretty. It's booming right yeah. now. There's a lot of gyms. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because it's becoming a trendier thing. Like more people are asking to go climbing. So I'm like, yeah, let's go. Definitely, let's yeah. go. So I'm I think down I'm, to go. I think I'm, I'm going to go. I think I'm going again on Friday. Friday afternoon. If you're down. Oh, I'm down. Um, if my finger heals in time. Because <laughs> my my thing right is like I've never done really okay. So in high school we had two climbing walls and yeah. we would climb for like gym class, which yeah. is. You know, white privilege but um i never done really bouldering before and i never really again i never followed the colors and all that shit but yeah. like i found myself like oh the very very easy ones i was able to do and then like the next step up i was like oh this is challenging for me and so i was trying to conquer this one uh the yellow colored one and i was like i got this i got this i got this and like i, I was able to do it but i had to like throw swing my body in a way and readjust my grip mid whatever uh-huh. and i just, yeah, I just ripped up my fingy yeah it hurts those are the ones when you have to do like dino ish movements that will rip your hands up. Yeah, it wasn't even not even close to a dino. Then we do <laughs> so a, uh, we saw a dude do a double dino, which was fucking ridiculous. Which is like there, there's like yeah, just a fucking gorilla of a man who's just boy really <laughs> who's doing crazy climbing thing. But a dino, if I, okay, you have to double, you have to fact check me. But it's basically when you jump. You jump up the wall. Like right. you, you're, I think a double dino is when both your feet leave, and a single dino is when you're. I don't know, but it's like yeah, this homeboy like was on the wall, then fucking Spider Man it to like a big portion of the wall. Jeez, it. I was like, you, you could die even on this tiny padded floor, <laughs> but it was intense. 
Yeah, I I just love the the puzzle solving aspect mm. of it. I also love the singular focus of it, in the sense that like if you ever feel stressed, if you ever feel like there's a lot going on in your mind, mm-hmm. try climbing. Oh, because it's such a singular focus where all that matters is where is the next piece, right. where is the next right, handhold, right, right, right. and like when I go climbing, I can have like a million things to do that day, but when I go climbing, it's like for those few moments like it it's just like you just lose yourself pretty much pretty much and like these places like these climbing places they're they're semi-affordable in the sense that maybe you pay like 18 bucks for a session 20 bucks for a session but that session lasts you the whole day yeah like you can you can literally go in the morning break for lunch go back at night it's on the same pass Mm. it's great it's pretty good um and it's yeah, I highly recommend it. Even if you don't think you have the strength or the stamina for it, I, I would I would suggest that you challenge yourself and give it a shot, especially if, you know, life is difficult or if you are going through some kind of stress at the moment and you just want to zen out, focus on something different. Climbing is the thing, man. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm stressed out from the fact that I can't drink my coffee with my hurt fingy. <laughs> yeah, it does hurt. Like, hurt I, I didn't... I didn't give myself enough time to heal between sessions so like now your hands kind of fucked up bro i got like a whole bunch on both hands right now but it's like i think it's one of those (laughs) i don't know how i got in the other side as well but um i think it's one of those things where like once you get used to it you're just used to it yeah but like literally and this is advice from alex honald himself uh, the star of free solo is that yeah you should build up your calluses yeah you just get like like i remember like when i first started like practicing boxing like a few years ago like my knuckles would be so so torn up and so shittied up, but like after doing it for a few weeks or months, like I just kind of got used to my knuckles hurting all the time. <laughs> well, your your body literally adjusts. Like it makes the skin there thicker. Like for example, it, it will still hurt now, though. Like right, yeah. I, I still have my golf calluses from when I used to play golf as a kid. No, yeah, it's like the por- the part that probably I was holding my golf club. Wrong. I don't know what kind of fucking childhood did you have? Like, I rock- played a lot of golf, golf and taekwondo and rock climbing classes. Yeah, I was an active child, <laughs> and it all went downhill. Oh man, I yeah, I need to like the worst part about climbing is washing your hands after because oh, chances that was are you probably torn up your skin. No, because for me, dude, like yeah, as soon as I cut my finger, I went over to the. I was like, oh. Can I have a, please have a plaster and you alcohol need plaster. swab? Of course they had. But like when they had an alcohol swab too because I needed to clean it. Oof. And man, you know that fucking scene in Predator when the yeah. Predator gets shot yeah. and he's like healing his wounds and the last thing he does is he like cinches his wound shut. That's how I felt. I just went like, and like the whole jungle heard me. I was like, it's it like really cauter- hurt. It's like cauterizing almost. It really, that's what it felt like. Yeah. That's what it felt like. It felt like acid in my skin. Mm. But I'm going back. back. Yeah, I'll I go back. I can't wait to go back. Like, Although, this one needs a bit of time to heal, but fuck it. Yeah, that one looks painful. I'll just put a plaster over it. Yeah, maybe put like a more hardcore plaster or like bandage it up. Like, like that, that professional dude there, he had his fingers all gl- fingered up, taped up. Yeah. We should, we should learn from him. <laughs> Man. That was fun. Climbing. Climbing. Do it. Climb your way to the top. What else you want to talk about, John? Do we have we we we've, we're about we're almost an hour in. What the fuck? Yeah, we, we have should. some like very quickly some fan stuff that I would like to read. Well, sure, why not? Let's get into it. Are we gonna play the music? Sure. Listen to us talk all day. You've got things you wanna say. All you do is ask. Cause we read your shit. So it's been a while. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've had 
a chance to read a review of the podcast. And Nathan, oh no, we have a podcast review. Hey, it's actually qu- uh, oh, now that I look at it, it's actually been it's been like a month old, but I didn't see it till now. <laughs> Oops. Yeah. Oh, this so is, that means that this review would have come in like just around episode hundred or yeah, would have been because yeah. uh, this was on August tenth. Yeah, this is from uh, their podcast name is Freya. Hello, Freya, uh, and they give us five stars. Of course. <laughs> they say, just move to the U.S. from Singapore and discover this podcast while packing. You guys are so effortlessly funny, and it's really nice to listen to a little slice of home every week. Hopefully, if you guys stay consistent this time. Whoa. Oh, lots of love. Oh, little shade in there. Low little, blow. Little, little subtle thing. But Freya, <laughs> hi, Freya. And as if you've been keeping up, we have been being consistent, uh, right? Ish. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. is on August 10th. It's now September 10th, September 11th. Never forget. Uh, and we've had four episodes since then, if we are right in that. This That's is about there. That's actually one of my favorite things to do like while packing, like Think listening to a 9/11. podcast. What? <laughs> <laughs> listening, Dude, listening to a podcast. Yeah, listening to a podcast while cooking, cleaning, packing, anything really. But packing specifically, because like I feel like packing is such a, like, it's not a rhythmic task in any sense. I don't feel like... It's very mu- erratic. Yeah, I don't yeah. feel like music adds anything to it. If anything, music makes it more stressful. Digga, 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 pack. Yeah. Pack, pack, pack. Like, I feel like... Pack my bag. For packing, pack bag. the best thing is a podcast just because, pack, like, you can pack, kind of pack, tune out a little bit. Pack my bag. Yeah. Pack my bag. Take my socks. Roll them up tight. Put them inside my shoes. Where do I put my boxes? Do I put them in the side? Do I put them on the top of my bag? It's the pack of the pack and it's the pack. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you gave up towards the end there. <laughs> I was doing well. Send that to Jacob Collier. Have him harmonize with me. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, once it got like once the lyrics started flowing, it got hard. Yeah, but thank you for the review, Freya. I really thank appreciate you, so you listening, guys. If you haven't yet, please do write a review on pod uh, review on uh, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Um, actually, I think that's the only place to write reviews. Pretty much, I should know that. But please do. It helps other people find us. It helps um, people find us. It helps us feel good about ourselves. <laughs> and who needs a little pickup every once in a while, yeah. especially when your fingy is so pain. Oh. But yeah, all the best in your new chapter of your life, Freya. Yeah, that's Hope you're true enjoying too. the U.S. I um, wherever you are, mm-hmm. um, man. I miss living somewhere else. <laughs> like I, I, I miss like living in a different country. You just moved here too, Nathan. Jesus Christ! But I'm this is still in Singapore. True. Like even even like living in China, even that was like pretty interesting. Even though it wasn't mm. anywhere near as comfortable or accessible as like when I was living in the U.S., it was still such an interesting experience. Like I think I have been in the same country for too long. I'm not used to that in my life. You're starting to settle. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh man. Like for because like in the last decade of my life, I have been so back and forth. Like Singapore, Indonesia, Singapore, China, Singapore, U.S. <laughs> like that to have been in this country for so long. I feel like weirdly unsettled <laughs> oh dear yeah oh man it's interesting it's an interesting feeling I, I i'm only just having this thought right now let's go nathan extended um holiday to la Oof. i want to do it because i want to take ucb classes and so do you and now i'm pushing you and then we'll take marco and then maybe we'll find a climbing gym and it's all going to come together that sounds fucking amazing when you say extended holiday like what a month uh, yeah i could do a month two three weeks. weeks three weeks three weeks Oh shit! The class alone would be about two weeks, dude. Like, that sounds so good. Just because, like, 
Did, did you ever do like hiking uh, when you were out in the West Coast? I did hiking in the East Coast, but no, never in the West Coast. Oh, it's beautiful. Like up the Sierra Nevadas or some shit? Um, no, you just kind of drive up north. Like not, you don't have to go all the from way from LA. Nevada. Yeah, from LA. Just drive up north. Not Nevada. What's the name of the mountain ranges in, in California? I don't know. Sierra something. So, I don't know. Anyway. Um, yeah, you just drive up north. You go up to like the mountains, go camping, mm-hmm. go for a hike in the morning. It's amazing, Let's dude. go to Yosemite. I think that's where I'm thinking about. Let's go to Yosem- uh, Yosemite. Fine. Yosemite. Let's go. Um, it was, yeah, but like my last time being in LA, that was what I did. Like, I, I, it's like an old friend just randomly called me up saying, hey, want to go camping? I'm like, Right. You have weird people inviting you to do weird physical rock climbing things. I love it. I dig That's it. It's pretty cool though. I dig it. And and like um he just called me saying, Hey, you want to go camping? Sure, let's go. And like he we we he picked like me multiple up multiple days, like no no, like just, just overnight. Oh like he, cool. he picked me up and then like we went to get someone else and I didn't even know this guy. Like mm-hmm. I that, mm-hmm. my first time meeting him, but like it was amazing. Like we we had like a bro down, like full on <laughs> just like amazing, just like make a fire. Yep. I learned how to make a fire. The I can best do that. I know how to do it. I know how to do it. Yeah, like I, I knew how to make a fire, but like not to the efficiency of how like my friend taught. Are me. you talking about like at least with matches? Yes. Or like okay, okay no, no. Like, in terms flint? of just like the structure, the structure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like so you start like, with the kindling. You start with the. You make a teepee. Um. Well, no, actually. Ooh. So like I. That's what. That's the method I always use. A teepee method. Firefacts with Nathan. Okay, you got to yeah. start with a little mini log cabin. Log. Oh no 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 no. Sorry sorry sorry. Um. First step. You dig a trench. Yep. Sure. You create the trench first, like a hole. And then you find. Um, either two flat wood pieces of wood or mm. maybe like two flatter pieces of stone. Mm-hmm. And then that is the foundation. You lie that kind of like, if you made a vertical trench, you put them horizontally. Okay. And then that mm. is the foundation upon which you lay your cabin. And then okay. at- atop your cabin... Like, a, you, like you're talking about like a square like yeah. Lincoln log thing. Exactly. Okay, okay, okay. And you make a, a, a square Lincoln log cabin. And then on top of that, you make your teepee. Right. So that way you have maximum airflow because you have that trench at the bottom. Because of the mistake... Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I see, I see what you're yeah. saying. The I mistake a lot of people make is that they don't have any airflow at the at bottom. The bottom, that makes sense. The airflow just comes from the top. So like when you have the airflow at the bottom, dude, that fucking fire shot up wow. so high and so beautifully. And like it stayed, and yeah, because you have the log cabin at the bottom and the teepee on the sides, so constantly build it up with bigger pieces of wood. Mm-hmm. And that's the other great part. And I feel like you can't do in Singapore because all of our wood is like moist. And like, also, where the fuck are you going to go camping? That is Singapore. True. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. Yeah, like all the wood there was just like dry and crispy, and yeah. you can just like. It was just a Which beautiful Which is experience. why fucking the past couple of years in Los Angeles have experienced ridiculous forest fires. That is true. That is another downside. But it was a beautiful experience yeah, of like down. of like driving up to the campsite, like uh, like uh, what do you call it? Um, delegating Parking. duties oh. of like okay, you go get the tiny sticks, you go get the big sticks, you go get the hay or like the the tinder kindling 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 whatever it is, um, and yeah, we just spoke late into the night. I oh, I didn't come prepared at all because this was not a prepared thing. It Did was, you freeze? It was cold as fuck. I was gonna say like, yeah. <laughs> like I thought I could handle. It. I remember when I was a kid, I went I went camping and like they were like bring a sleeping bag. I'm like, man, I already went went so warm. I'm just gonna have a blanket that I'm gonna lay on. Yeah, and I almost died. Yeah, so like, like all straight up almost 
passed away. All I brought was an extra pair of clothes for the next day. You are ridiculous. All I brought was an extra pair of clothes for the next day. So I was like, I this is this is I'm just gonna wear the other pair of clothes <laughs> and I use my bag as a blanket. Oh my god, dude. your backpack? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I there's nothing else. Yeah, fair there's enough. nothing else. Severely like, really unprepared. Um I think my friend had like a few tarps that like I, I use as well um but it was terrifyingly cold I yeah i would be well I, dude i would be down to go camping it's been too long and I, i'm starting to like it's been a while it's been a while since i've been camping um yeah like i love urban environments i love it too but i maybe i do need a little touch of back to nature yeah maybe read some jack kerouac I, I truly love nature. I'm 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 a little shitty boy. I'm not. I'm a shitty shitty. I'm boy. not a nature boy. Um, but I I am I'm, I'm a city boy. But like I really truly love being in nature. However, I don't enjoy humid nature. Yeah, me too. Like I hate it when me it's like hot and sticky. Too. Because Suck like a dick. Because like I I sweat like that. I, yeah. I it takes me like yeah. half a second to start sweating. Um, so it's like. If I'm in that kind of nature, it's mostly just uncomfortable and like weird. Yeah. So like when we were doing like the jungle shit in the army, oh, so uncomfortable. The nights were fine because the nights were cooler and it was but chill. The days are so sad. Yeah, the days were just like, and oh my god. Just keep thinking about things. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, fuck yeah, no autumnal camping is the only way to do it. Autumnal? Oh, autumnal. Autumnal. Fall, yes. fall. In the, in the fall time. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, let's do it. Let's let's make plans next year. Let's take out like three weeks and just like go there. Yeah, let's do it. I can't just wait. Just as long as it's not summer. Because you know what's the worst feeling? To fly out from Singapore, walk out of the airport in the new country and feel the same? It's like, ah, God, why? Isn't it? You gotta like walk out and feel like, ooh, winter. Isn't California like notorious for having like pretty... St- like across it's the pretty board, stable but it, stable weather you'll feel the difference between like okay. august in uh, and january oh yeah, yeah 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 like yeah, it still gets sure, cold for sure for, for, sure, sure. for sure for sure but it's nice year round yeah it's just i just don't want to go during summer just got for love of god don't make me go there during summer yeah but also not like the deep of winter because it's uncomfortably cold i think i think the tail end of winter would be nice yeah like it's like still maybe like i don't know maybe like 14 degrees we don't have much time then if it's the tail end of winter. That's like February, you know? Let's, let's go. <laughs> I'm down to go anytime, man. This is why I don't have a day job. I'm busy. Mm, look at me. I'm still, okay, I'm China. still waiting for the time where like I can have a realistic outlook of my six-month schedule. Mm-hmm. I still don't have that. That's what sucks about this line of work. I never know what's going to, like it's so hard to plan for vacation. <laughs> I have not pre-booked a flight in the longest fucking time, John. See, like, it's been so long since I've booked a flight months in advance. It's th- always like three days before. That's the thing. I think we're looking about the wrong way. I think we don't go in six months' time. I think we go like next week because we can do that. I, I can't do that. I've got caught. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like, instead of like, I mean, that's also the, the tickets will cost so much. Like, that's the thing. Not necessarily. Like, like I hate if it's still the off peak. If you still if you buy like a week before and it's really off peak, it's still not that expensive. Yeah. The scoot. Flight I don't know. Let's California. just go with that. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> I think I don't think that's true. I think like if we bought a ticket for like July right now, it would be ridiculously like cheaper than like if we bought a ticket for November. Mm. You know, it's just how it works. Is it? Let me. I'm gonna look it up. You stall. Okay. I'm gonna look up. Check on my app. I'm just wondering if Scoot flies to California. They, I, I doubt they, they do. do. Yeah, I think they only. And fly would you really like, want to fly a budget airline that far? <laughs> that, well, I mean, I can sleep. On anything really, so that's not a big concern. <laughs> that's fucking true, You're a fucking asshole. Um, yeah, nah. But like I need a little bit of comfort. Yeah, like this is gonna be 
such a trip. Yeah, I don't know. Would you would you fly business class if like it, it was that far of a flight? Uh, no, I still can't justify the cost of flying business. Right, anytime. Like the the jump in price is just insane. Like the jump in price between economy and business, and then business to first class or suites or whatever the hell, mm-hmm. it is illogical. Yeah, like the like the most I would fork out for personally is premium economy, just because premium economy has like a touch more leg room. Yeah, yeah. I need that shit. If that's if it's like fifteen percent more, I could go for that. Yeah, exactly. Premium economy yeah. is always just like a bump more, but like from from economy to business, it's like oh here's to pay four times more. It's like what what the fuck happened, it, Nathan? How strict are we with the whole not flying any Chinese airline? Ever. Is that a rule that you set for us? This is a rule (laughs) set for myself. Fuck that. I just don't... No, no, no. Like, China Airlines are pretty good. I just don't fly China Southern. Okay, mate. We can can go to Air China, $700 to LA and back. That's crazy. In November. That's crazy. Uh, Oh, wait. Yeah, actually. Yeah, man. Airlines for $500, but it's like three stops. Right. Oh, oh, no. Not down to that. Um, What, What did your sister do? She she's currently looking at those flights as well. I think she's also wanting to go to LA at some point. Let's she's go with at China Airlines. Let's go with Nidia. Just don't look at China South because, from my experience at least, China South they have the most uncomfortable seats. It's so hard to remember, man. Like, there's China Eastern, China Southern, there's Southern China, there's Sichuan <laughs> Airlines. What the? There's so many Chinese air- airlines. There's a lot, yeah. But like, I remember China South had like the seats. Where like when you sit on them, you can feel the frame. You can feel like the metal pieces jutting at you. It's the most uncomfortable thing. I yeah, could barely I survive that. a flight from Shanghai to Beijing in I those things. I don't want that. Yeah. Okay, so that's that's November. I like that we're just planning on on air. <laughs> uh, and let's see here. You said July, right? Let me look at July. I mean, not really. Oh no, I'm it's just... like double the cost already, dude. Oh really? Yeah, I'm telling you, it's oh, it's, wow. it's more about the time you fly. Okay, because okay, it's summer, okay. man. Summer holidays, summer shit. Like... Feels like summer. Feels like summer. Yeah, dude, it's literally double. Like the cheapest price is twelve thousand. Twelve hundred. Okay, like no kidding. Actually, November. <laughs> Actually, no. I have to be in China in November. Man, you always got me in China. No, because I got I got tours in in China in November. Fair. And then I also have a. Um, uh, a house building trip in Nepal. Say so what? Oh, yeah. With Habitat. With Habitat for Humanity. That's cool. Yeah, that sounds fun. And then I got work in Singapore after. So November is pretty much out. <laughs> December. I'm guessing December can't be cheap. Maybe early December. It's the holiday season. Da-da-da. But also, like that December. Amer- I'm sorry, guys. I'm just realizing this must be so fucking boring. <laughs> now, come on, man. Travel talk. <laughs> If you, if you guys if you guys keep listening and we get lax with what we're talking about, you might actually find out what flight we're on, and then just go with us. Um, Only for premium uh, subscribers. I have an affinity for America in December. Me too. It is the best. Because um, like, like that's where Christmas lives. Exactly, and they do Christmas so beautifully over there. Like the malls are playing Christmas music. There's Christmas decorations everywhere. The weather is like a crisp kind yeah, I mean, of like the weather coolness. frightful. Inside, yeah. delightful. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, okay, I also think it's, it's it's like tracking back to my childhood. Absolutely. Like when I was, when I would go, like um, I, the first time I went to US was during the December holidays. Mm. And it was just amazing. Like the everything about it, just like how much friendlier everyone is, how much more like holiday spirit everyone is in. Um, 
Fuck me. Fuck you. I'm going I'm going in November. Bye. Like the, the supermarkets and how everything is Christmas themed. Oh yeah, and everyone's just like nice and friendly and there's Santa Clauses all around. You can get like Christmas themed Reese's peanut butter cups. Eee. But okay, but tickets in December are like 1200 bucks. That's what made me fat I'm as a kid. I'm going in November. Bye. Christmas themed Reese's butter cup Reese's peanut butter cups made me a fat child. That one specifically. Yep, I remember Shit. because I finished a whole bag like almost of a whole bag like <laughs> of those miniatures. So fucking good. Um. Yeah, I I'd be really down. I really miss being in that part of the world, or I just miss like I miss I miss traveling. I love Singapore, but I get a little yeah I get a little itchy when I don't travel. It's been a while, right? We can always go to that. We always go to wine country, like we were talking about Victoria but, something yeah, Margaret Margaret River. But River. you get drunk off kombucha, so okay. That is the thing that actually <laughs> happened yesterday. <laughs> I, I bought kombucha and usually like I, I buy like a bottle and I finish it. Yeah. But like this one, I left it in the fridge after drinking like a little bit of it. Yeah. So I think it fermented a little bit more because when I opened it, it just went like, Psh! right. Like it really gave like a, Pff! and like I drank it and then my face started feeling hot and my throat started, like all this, all the alcohol things started happening. I was like, what the fuck is happening right now? I was going to say, if, if you guys are quick enough, if it releases soon enough, you can still see it on Nathan Hartono's, yep, you can, it's still live. And I legitimately started getting a little bit tipsy. Check on his Instagram. <laughs> I wonder what the percentage on that was. Like, zero point. <laughs> <laughs> that was embarrassing. But, um... Drunken kombucha, that's a song for you. <laughs> Drunken kombucha, wouldn't you say that you loved kombucha? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's real, man. Like I, 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 I honestly think you work to travel. You make money mm. to travel. I think it's like the best thing you can spend your money on. Like, I don't know, man. Yes, of course. You know, Gold. not just for the Instagram, not just for the picture. Because, like, dude, I'm not kidding. I have met people who's mm-hmm. like who are jo- who are like they're influencers as as work, and like. It's so sad to like hear from them that like traveling has it's become work. a chore. Oh, that sounds awful. And like that they go to a place just to get a picture. Oh, like I'll talk awful. to them and be like, "How was that place?" And I'm like, "Yeah, it's okay, lah. Just go there, take a picture." I'm like, "Whoa, holy shit! I never want to be that." But like, like where? Like where? Like like where do they go that they felt that? Um, I'm not gonna say just because I'm scared it's gonna make the person but, obvious. But like, what kind of place? Like, like, like a like, mountain or like oh. a very, like a very picturesque place. Oh. And I'd be like, "How was it? Like, was it fucking magical?" I was like, "Yeah, you know, it's okay. Let's like, just go there, take picture, come back." I'm like, "Wow." Mm. But yeah, I honestly think we make money so that we can travel, because like, beyond just like getting the picture and like all of that. It is so invaluable just like being in a space where you don't belong. For sure. And man. finding where how you can belong in that space. Oh, that's and, deep shit, man. And, and like also just like seeing shit, you know, being in a different space and enjoying how life can be different in a very on the same planet. It it does something to you, it does something to your brain chemistry, your empathy, your understanding of the world that just cannot be described if you just stay in the same place all the time. Mm. It's I, I fucking love it. Like um earlier this year in April I went to Phuket and I learned how to ride a motorcycle for the first time. I don't know if I talked about this on the show yet. No, no, you talked about it with me, though. That's, yeah. yeah, it's pretty awesome. But I went to Phuket um, for the f- 
probably I think the first time properly, and um, my friends were riding motorcycles around there, and it was like you should get one too. And I'm like, but I don't know how, and I've never <laughs> ridden one before. But I just did it, and it was amazing. Yeah. And it's probably the only way you should ever travel around an island. <laughs> it was so gorgeous. But like, there would be mornings where I wake up by myself at five five thirty in the morning, mm-hmm. and I don't want to wake anyone else up, so I just took the motorcycle. And I went out to like a random nearby village and I sat by a corner where I saw this guy making porridge with a dog next to him. And I just pointed at the porridge and was like, that, I want that. And I sat and there. he gave you his porridge. Yeah. Like <laughs> six in the morning. It was a... It was stall a, porridge matai. No, no. It was a stall, to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I know I made it sound like I went in at some guy's house. Yeah. He pointed at his breakfast and he was just like, uh, okay, please just don't hurt me or my family. It was like a stall and it was just chill dude mixing a big pot of porridge of a dog lying next to him. And I'm like that please yeah, that's cool and it was it was one of the most beautiful mornings ever in like a random little spot in in in, in thailand and yeah i really think that we live and work for those experiences I like agree. that's the whole point of why we make money i'm mean, also very privileged to be able to do that because some people are like uh, i i worked to, to feed my children for sure but no I feel you you. but but I think at this age especially when you don't have that many responsibilities when you don't have a a place to worry about you don't have property to worry about hopefully you Mm. don't have children to worry about Mm. um, like hopefully like your your bills aren't extremely high (laughs) I, I think like you push yourself to make more money so that you can take that money and like get yourself out of here and see something different like I think that's just it, it adds so much that I think it's so hard to explain, but it it value adds to your life in a way that like you will come back better for it. I agree. And like you will probably improve in some very like abstract way for it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like expanding your horizons literally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Speaking of getting out of here. <laughs> what are we gonna have for lunch i don't know man i i got some stuff to cook but it's all frozen so i might just like oh i could cook for us uh, i don't know i i don't know how i feel yet i got pesto and Ooh. a sous vide chicken breast oh do you actually have pesto yeah i made it from scratch the other night all right i'm gonna let you try some pesto and bananas oh fuck yeah <laughs> what have i done yeah, no 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 i'm not kidding <laughs> guys guys if you have pesto in your fridge, take a banana, dip it in there, try it. Uh, I'll try some. You're going right, to have your mind blown, bro. Can I also make pasta and can we eat that? <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Oh, um, hope you enjoyed this very rambling episode. Yeah. Like, I had some news I wanted to talk about, but it's not. No, this is way better. I got some news as well, but I'm throwing that all away. Eh, yeah, There's, it was uh, cool. Quick, quick fire news. There's haze. Indonesia's not taking responsibility for it. Um, if you vape, you'll die. Um, uh, Hong Kong is still in a lot of danger. Um, in Spain, this uh, vegan activist tried to save rabbits, but ended up killing a hundred of them. Uh, China, the, the woman sold her babies to pay bills. Fuck, that's some depressing <laughs> ass news. Aren't you glad we didn't talk about that, dear listener? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Thanks for the hang. 18th anniversary of 9-11, never forget. Thanks for the hang. What a place to be. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. It's a good day for a good time with a good hang. What a good way, what a good sign, what a good thing 
It's a good day for a good time with a good hang.